Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. How the heck did I create six figures in six months going from the zero list, zero audience, zero connections, literally zero everything? Stick around because in this episode, I'm going to dive in in more detail the exact steps that I took initially to start my online business even though I had no Facebook profile before April of 2016. So today, I want to pull the curtains back and share with you exactly what it took for me to create a six-figure business in six months of going all in in my business when I had no plan or intention to actually achieve that milestone. Now, I know that might sound a little bit odd, but if you have heard part of my story in the earlier episode, you will have realized that this was not the design of my life. I was perfectly happy in my corporate career until the point that I could no longer physically do the job and had a breakdown. My business was complete accident. It was divine intervention for sure. However, at the time that this idea kind of got sparked in my brain and in my heart and in my soul, I had no idea what was possible. I was just thinking, wow, this would be amazing if by the time I go back to my corporate job, I have the ability to help somebody else with the skills that I already have. And if I could pay for our annual Disneyland vacation, because we are huge Disney freaks and love going to Disney, that would be just the cherry on top. So that was my intention when I started thinking about how it would be that I could run an online-based business. So with that, I hired a mentor. I took a, a program for, for uh, learning how to build my business and rolled up my sleeves and decided because of what I was going through with my health at the time, I didn't want to have to leave my house. So I decided I needed to build an online business. Now, what I want you to understand is when I made this decision, I had no online social media presence whatsoever. I had limited profiles that I had kind of dabbled in, but I hadn't really seriously even connected with friends or family on any social media platform. And the platform that I chose was Facebook. Well, before April of 2016, I had never ever been on Facebook. And so I had to figure out how do I even interact on a platform, let alone leverage it for a business. So I realized that what I was going to do is do the exact same things that I had done back in corporate and growing a franchise location to 15 million in 18 months. And a lot of that was old fashioned, door to door, you know, face to face, uh, people to people conversations. And I know you're thinking, well, how the heck did you do that when you're using Facebook, Susan? Because you can't 
go door to door. You can't just have a conversation with anybody. And yet, because I had no idea that that wasn't possible, I did it anyways. So what did that actually look like? Well, the first thing that I needed to do was I got clear on who I wanted to help and what I wanted to help them with. Now, I'm going to tell you that in and of itself was a good three to four month process. Look, when... (laughs) When people say that they're struggling to get clear, please know that I was there too. And it is no joke. The the better that you can get at getting clear at who you help and what you do for them, the easier the rest of it comes along. And the more that you can get into flow, I think that if you are struggling with clarity, you may be overlooking something that's right there in front of you. So as an example for me, When I first started, I wanted to help people become more successful. I had been overcoming a huge issue with my pain and with my health. And I had done so many things in my corporate career that I wanted to help other people just become better at what it was that they were doing. And I realized that that was far too generic. And I was overlooking the thing that was kind of just sitting right plain in front of me, which was sales. I had built a a very successful career teaching, leading, doing my own sales. And yet, in the online marketplace, especially for the female entrepreneur, this was an area that was sorely lacking. This was an area where it was very male-dominant and in terms of the language, the strategies, the influences, the the language, the phrasing, the questions, all of it was very, very aggressive. And for women who were more soft-spoken, heart-centered, servant leaders, it just did not sit very well. So I realized that I had a skill that could add immense value to an underserved audience, an underserved community that really were near and dear to my own heart because, remember, I was one of them. And when I first started my online business, to be honest, I really struggled to sell myself because I'd never had to do it before. Now, I've been a serial entrepreneur since the age of seven, but none of those businesses in the past had been successful, which was, again, one of the reasons why I stayed in my comfort zone back in corporate. Now, When I started figuring out what it was that I wanted to do, which was I'm going to help people sell. I'm going to specifically help female entrepreneurs who have a service-based business to sell more. It was very easy for me to create content talking about the specific pain points around the problem that I solved. And that's what I decided to do. So I created five pieces of content every single day week that I would post in a variety of Facebook groups. So I use all organic strategies. Organic for me means free. I didn't pay for any advertising when I first started out. I had more time than I had money. And so I decided that I was going to leverage things that were readily available to me And that was free Facebook groups, free Facebook communities. So I found communities that were focused on the female entrepreneur. I created five pieces of content every single week that were high value, that gave a ton of information in terms of serving my community and giving them what they wanted and needed with specific steps, strategies, and action items. And I shared that openly 
in each of the groups that I was participating in. More important than that, I actually took the time to engage in conversations and be helpful. And I know that sounds very cliche, but for me, my big message for you is find someone to serve. I know that my success, especially my early success in my business, is 100% due to the fact that I was not trying to build a business. I was simply trying to serve people. I wanted to help them. And building a business was a byproduct of the way that I was serving. And by serving somebody every single day, whether or not they decided to work with me was completely irrelevant. In fact, there was a long period of time where I didn't even know what I was selling. So I really had nothing to sell people. I really just wanted to see how could I serve? How could I help? What are the areas that people are struggling with? And could I come up with a solution for that? So I took the time every single day and I was able to do this in less than an hour and a half every day. So if right now you're thinking, oh my gosh, that just sounds exhausting. I'm going to have to sit on Facebook and spend tons of time. I'm telling you that my system, the process that I developed and that I now teach to my students and clients is very straightforward. It's very impactful and it does not take a ton of time. It takes maximum an hour and a half every single day in terms of your engagement, if you spend more time, you may find more results, but that's not always the case. And it's really about creating those connections. Now, from there, so you're engaging these conversations, you're commenting, you're helping, you're answering questions that are in your wheelhouse. From there, I would have people requesting to be friends with me. I would request to be friends with individuals that I was curious about or I thought I could help in a deeper capacity. I would have people sending me messages and sliding into my inbox to ask me further questions. And I would create content specifically to answer what people were asking me. So instead of being able to just simply answer them, which I did sometimes, but a lot of times I would create something and then invite them in that group to have a conversation with me. And that is how I created a huge and loyal following. Well, no, I shouldn't say huge. It was about 200 people that I knew were really, really engaged with me from a very small period of time. So within about six weeks of me actively posting, becoming known as the go-to person in sales, helping female entrepreneurs, I started to realize that, wow, I want to be able to cultivate these individuals and build those relationships and have more meaningful dialogue versus being scattered through all of these different groups. So I had, I had had a Facebook community of my own, but because I didn't have any direction, it was completely unrelated and it's called Goals with Intention. That's what it was called originally. So if you're a part of my original community, I'm giving you a shout out right now because I want to thank you for being part of my journey for such a long period of time. So back in the day, it was called Goals with Intention. So I would invite individuals who I wanted to have more meaningful dialogue with, and I created weekly custom training sessions. I called them Monday Masterclasses. This was, gosh, almost three years ago now that I had started the very first series of Monday Masterclasses, and I helped people figure out how to find your ideal clients in Facebook groups, how to stand out and be known as the go-to expert, how to actually connect with individuals and have meaningful conversations, how to get booked with discovery calls and sales conversations. These were all the topics that are still in my free Facebook group today 
successful sales strategies is now the current name, but I didn't change it for a few months because I was still in the process of getting clear. So once I had invited those individuals to come into my Facebook group to attend one of these free trainings, I would then, at the end of each training, invite individuals to hop on a call to find out how to work with me. And that's how my calendar started getting, like, it just blew up because I was giving so much value, not only through the posts that I had already built up credibility and expertise in the other communities, but in asking people what they wanted and asking people how I could help serve them and then delivering upon that with the trainings that I was creating inside my own Facebook community. And as a result, people felt heard and validated, understood, and more importantly, they felt connected to me. As a result, my calendar got booked out. So at the time when I started my uh, business, I wanted to focus on one-on-one -on -one client relationships and uh, that was my business model is to, to coach and consult one-to-one. -one. I've since shifted that business model because it wasn't working for me. Um, I loved the work, I loved the clients, but I was finding that I was getting back into the whole burnout mode and I needed to take better care of myself. So that will be coming up in an upcoming episode well, why self-care is so important to your sales results. Suffice to say that I was like I was blown away by how well this worked because I really was just trying to mimic some of the things that I had done in corporate, the genuine conversations that I had had uh, when I would go door to door or have like an actual phone conversation with someone. So I did a lot of conversations even before I made these offers to figure out what are people struggling with, what is the thing that they think is going to help them the most? How could I help serve them? And I wasn't shy about asking people to hop on a call. Now, keep in mind that these early connection conversations, as I like to call them, the purpose of these was not to sell whatsoever. They were to validate, they were to confirm. It essentially was mini market research calls in order for me to figure out what type of language do I need to use? Is my messaging correct? Am I positioning myself properly? Am I attracting the right people that I want to serve that uniquely gets uh, best results with me? And all of these components I was able to confirm by having real conversations and hopping on calls with women who graciously gave me their time and wanted to connect with me so that I could serve them in being able to identify one or two things that they could be able to work on. Now, this came from a genuine desire to serve. It came from a genuine uh, curiosity about the other women that were in these communities with me and to figure out how we could serve and support each other. And so too often right now, what I'm seeing is that people are being taught the coffee call or the connection call. And I'll be honest, when I started doing this back in 2016, there were very few people who even had heard about this. I was just trying to mimic, you know, the old fashioned corporate, we're going to go, we're going to go for a coffee. And so that's how I positioned it was, I would love to 
talk to you over coffee. Like you bring your coffee, I'll bring my tea and we'll do a, a virtual coffee. And that's exactly what I called mine. It was a virtual coffee date. I love to have a virtual coffee. People loved it. And it was a way for me to connect. Now, nowadays, what I'm seeing in the market is people are being taught the ability to use a connection call or a coffee call like a free assessment almost where it is kind of a precursor to a sales conversation. Now, that's not the way that I teach these. I mean, you want to be mindful of your time. You don't want to spend a lot of time talking to people who can't collaborate or connect you to other folks that you ultimately want to serve or your ideal customers. But at the same time, the purpose of these types of conversations is not for you to do a bait and switch and then all of a sudden pounce and prey on the individuals who have said yes to have a call or conversation and realize, oh my goodness, I think this person is trying to pitch me. I think this person is trying to sell me because that's when it feels sleazy and spammy and disingenuous. I think it's really important that we sell transparently and that if you're on a conversation with somebody strictly to connect, that you honor the boundaries and the intentions with which that call was set. And if you're having a sales conversation, that is completely okay to, again, outline in advance, this, the purpose of this conversation is for us to discuss whether or not there would be a fit in us determining to work together. It's really important that you have that ability. So for me, that was the precursor to getting my calendar booked out and to then creating a six-figure business through the use of one-on-one um, clients, client opportunities, as well as creating um, a small group program to, for clients who weren't ready to work with me one-on-one. So that was the rationale behind doing that. And I used uh, Facebook groups again, primarily mine, but to create a challenge. So I was able to create a five-figure launch with a list and an audience of less than, I think the first one was less than 200 people. So what I want you to hear from me today, because this is not an opportunity for me to you know, brag about my success, I'm peeling back the layers so that you understand that some of the, the fancy marketing funnels and the automated tactics, those are all well and good depending on what stage of business that you're at. When I'm showing you in the exact path that I took in order to get to my first six figures, it was the old fashioned way. It was, you know, heart to heart, you know, hand to hand, person to person. And if that sounds like something that you're interested in learning a little bit more about or leveraging even right now in your business, I have a free resource for you. You can check the show notes below. It actually will walk you through every single step that I took in order to get to that six figures in my business. All the different components, uh, what I actually did uh, when I started to add in some automated pieces um, and things like that because I was using emails to automate some of my communication. I was using some, um, you know, some landing page tools in order to help with getting people onto my list. Uh, but it wasn't right away. It wasn't you know, straight out of the gate. And I want you to understand that you can build a business that is generating four, five, even six figures by keeping things extremely 
simple. Now, the resource that I'm providing to you may look a little complicated because it's a mind map. I hear you. <laughs> if you're not a big fan of mind maps, I apologize. It might look a little crazy, but I promise you that it actually is pretty straightforward if you just follow the flow of the exact steps, a lot of which I have described to you here, but I go into more detail the exact order of things that I had done the steps that I took, you know, everything from nailing my niche, getting clear, ensuring that I had an irresistible offer, all of those different components that put together a roadmap, a blueprint for my success and enabled me to get to six figures relatively easily. It, that's not to say that it wasn't without hard work and effort. It absolutely was. But I took the path that was less traveled. I took the path that felt easy for me, just given my corporate background and experience. And so while I can't promise you that you'll get the same exact results that I will in implementing one or all of the pieces that I share with you, what I can promise you is that something might work for you better than what's working for you today. And if there's an area that has sparked your interest, I would encourage you to at least try. Like give yourself the ability to at least try something, put it into practice and see what the results are. So today what I want you to do is identify what did I describe for you that spoke to you, that resonated with you, that you haven't yet had the ability to put into your, your business that you think might work really well. And I want to give you permission today to go ahead and do that. So thank you so much for coming along this journey and reminiscing with me the exact steps that enabled me to get my six months in six figures um, milestone. And please keep in mind that a lot of that was with a 20 year runway, as I like to joke. It, it only took me 20 and a half years to get to that figure because everything that I learned through my career enabled me to take those shortcuts when I finally put it into practice in my business. Thanks so much and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.